Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman Beyond podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Hi, pals. It's time to answer your mail. I'm yep. Al. I'm Maggie. And, well, I said we're here to answer your mail. Yep. Uh, so, uh, before we get to that, though, mm-hmm. uh, something we did when we covered Star Trek, and something I think it's a good idea to do here, is like sort of final thoughts. Like, we're yep. doing this, we're, we're pausing between Batman Beyond and Static Shock. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, what do you think? Like, what what do you think of the effort of doing Batman Beyond, of watching the 50-some episodes we just watched? I uh, really enjoyed this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was uh, this is a unique experience because I don't often get to see new Batman stuff that I just missed, and um, this is really good. Kind of uh, kind of dead in the middle sometimes, but uh, I have uh, a more fondness for it than I don't. I I mean I've said this a few times, but like I always thought it got better again at the end. There's like three good episodes in the last season, I think mm. though. It's and I don't think there were any episodes that were truly terrible, but. It got, like, all the good stuff is in season one. Yeah, you're not wrong. There's, like, 13 just just absolute, like, smash hits, and then it goes real dull for a long time, and then a couple at the end, and that's mm-hmm. that's unfortunate. No, they should have brought Blight back. Uh, yeah. I don't know where the fuck that guy went. Mm-hmm. But also, like... Um, I can't believe I'm in prison or whatever. <laughs> I think and he I... blew up. Did he blow up? He might have blown up. You can come back from blowing up. It's a cartoon. Well, you can come back from anything. Well, no, no, but that's what I'm saying. Because we never see him again, mm-hmm. I guess he never survived blowing up. Otherwise, I never assume they're dead. Yeah. Except when they stop appearing, then it's like, well, I guess he's dead. Yeah, I guess, I guess he actually blew up. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, I feel like Superman shaked out the same way. Shook out. There's, uh-huh. there's a past tense word for shake that isn't shaked. Yeah, it's out. shaken. Yeah, good job. Yeah, it's shaken out. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Not shaken stirred out. out. Yeah. Um, but no, Superman worked out the same way where like, it was really good at the beginning and then mm-hmm. they kind of lost their way for a while. And a lot of that had to do with losing Lex. Sure. Same kind of problem. Mm-hmm. Like these shows, I think want to mix things up and they kind of lose their way doing that. Yeah. It's like, you know, you got, you've got like, like the, the show has good bones, like stick to them. You can yeah. see the good bones. They're poking out of blight. Yeah. They're, they're grow They're, they're glowing. Mm-hmm. The glowing bones. You know I love a glow bones. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. It's just, like, I wonder... Well, I know it's not like that for JLU. Mm-hmm. Because JLU did the most amazing... Like, the thing I still talk about about any kind of uh, serialized show mm-hmm. in in its first of two seasons. And the second season was pretty good. Sure. But, I don't know. It's just... Like, I'm a little disappointed that these guys aren't better than that i guess mm-hmm. like they haven't learned they don't learn from their mistakes they they come out with a great idea and then it just kind of peters out you know what i mean mm-hmm. i can see that it just but again i'm grading on a steep curve here like yeah. the worst episode of batman beyond is still like a c that yeah there and i no mean like, like even if the episode's bad like i like these guys like i i, yeah. I really like terry yeah uh i really yeah. like old bruce i love max yeah the dog i love dana <laughs> inexplicably i'm gonna miss her so much yep well we get one more epilogue episode mm-hmm. uh in jlu yep which they do a great job of tying into that arc i was just talking about mm-hmm. but uh and dana does figure heavily in that so you get yeah. one more one more shot of dana down the road but 
I'm going to miss all. you. God's perfect idiot. <laughs> uh, I never understood why they were dating. No, I don't think she understood why they were dating either. She didn't understand most things. I assume Terry is incredible at sex. I guess, but when did he have time to show her that? Apparently he was so incredible at sex that she that after he disappeared, like she's just like, well, eventually he'll come back and have sex with me again. <laughs> and it I will rule. So. Mm-hmm. Just still quivering the whole time? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that must be it. Duh. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's I I I did want to ask you mm-hmm. wh- uh, because you're much more familiar with um like the more modern superhero stuff and with mm-hmm. the comics and all that. What have they done with Batman Beyond outside of this series? Like I know it got a comic for a while. I know it pops up occasionally, and it's always supposed to be like like the future, but not like the far future. So, like yeah, for a while they tried to tack it on as like yeah, this is going to be the future of the DCU. You know. That's not a bad idea if it's they do not, it right. It's not. It doesn't really work because of like everybody else, like in the DC universe, running around. Like, well, but to me, that could be like um, how they were still making uh, Star Trek movies about the original crew mm-hmm. while Next Gen was on. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, in eighty years, it's going to be like this. But there's still a lot of untold stories in, mm. in this era, kind of thing. Well, the problem is more, like, conflicting with, like, all of the other, like, weird future things that they get into. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, the Batman Beyond comic I read for a little while and just couldn't get into, Mm -hmm. uh, like, was coming out around the same time that Morrison was writing Damien as, like, the future Batman, and it sort of just doesn't work. Ah, that makes sense. And, like, I remember Morrison trying to, like, connect all of them together, which, you know, if anyone can do it, it's them. Yeah, that's, that's their deal. Yeah. And... I like a good writer that can do that. Like, mm. There's a lot of bad writers that try that and fail, but when you got someone like Morrison doing it, like no. they they usually you're usually in for a good time. Mm. But yeah, that that makes sense. I feel mm. like they've it's one of those things where they've created a brand that they need to keep going for probably copyright reasons or whatever. Oh, yeah. But also at this point, this show is 20 years old, and there's probably a whole generation of nostalgia for it. Oh, there absolutely is, and there's definitely people who are like. I mean, yeah, man, d- d- bring back bring back Terry. We like seeing what Terry's up to. Yeah. I mean, I so, love that character. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing more of, like, they did that, uh, the, um, like, the animated series, like, year five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I had hoped would be good, and, um. Oh, mostly, the one where they're bringing in Jason Todd? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, hey, Jason Todd's here, and I'm like, mm, no, thank I mean, you. the movie we just covered last week made it pretty clear there were no more Robins after Tim. Yeah. Like, because Bruce just couldn't deal with it. So yeah. it's a weird thing to say, well, but actually. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's. Well, has there been anything else, though? Has there been, like, games or. Not that I can think of. I was talking on Twitter a couple uh, a couple months back about how I would <clears throat> I would like a uh, Ar- uh, Ar- Arkham Beyond game, you know? Yeah. Just, like, big open world that I can fly Terry around in fighting uh, science fiction crime. That sounds incredible. I would like it more in the style of this show, I think. Sure. Because the Arkham games, to me, are a little little muddy, a little dark. Little... That, that is true. I mean visually dark. I'm not talking about, like, story tone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, what I would like is the neon cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. And then a dark character set against that, rather than darkity dark, dark, dark times dark. infinity, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's sort of lo- the look that Gotham Knights game is going to have. Like, mm. Well, there bright... were a couple... Oh, go ahead. Like bright on black. 
yeah, that's. I think that's. I mean, it was a great aesthetic for the show, and I think mm -hmm. it would work well for a game. I mean, I don't play a ton of games, but sure, it seems like it would. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of uh, animated series. I don't know if they're considered canon or not, but there were a couple of games that they made back in the day, like mm -hmm. for I want to say like PS2 or so. Oh yeah, that had the voice cast and everything in mm -hmm. it. That what I'm saying is the Bruce Tim style does translate to video games, and given technology, you know, 20 years mm -hmm. later, it's probably much better. Yeah. So. I don't know. I would love to see that. I would love mm -hmm. to see like a big open world explore Neo Gotham kind of thing. It would be so much fun just like flying around uh, yeah. Neo Gotham as Terry. Yeah. Be able to turn invisible from time to time. Mm -hmm. have to... Like that shit's made for a video game, honestly. Yeah. And uh, there, there'd be a whole like Trick Dana level. Mm -hmm. yep. That'd be real easy. Mm -hmm. That's the tutorial trick, Dana. Like yeah, okay, exactly. Now you know what the buttons do. That's easy. It's like it's, it's like a it's like a dialogue selecting like from a Telltale game, but like yeah, exactly. Nothing you say matters. She's just gonna believe yeah. you no matter what. Everything that pops up that says Dana says Dana will not remember this. <laughs> no matter what you select, it will just say that. Dana has never remembered anything. Uh huh. What? <laughs> so, like sometimes you have to move the joystick to make sure it hasn't frozen because she's just sort of like locked in a in an expression of like Ugh. sweetie are you okay oh sorry i forgot to breathe it's a quick time event to uh reach up and just close her mouth <laughs> oh sweetie you're friend. drooling okay let's uh crack into some mail Alrighty. uh we got uh we got a, a, not a ton of mail this time mm -hmm. um and and several come from the same people so uh just bear with us there like you know it's i i I don't want to make it sound like, uh, you know, like, oh, this person's bothering us again. I love to hear from yeah. our listeners. I really do. Like, but it is like over the last four months, we've gotten like four emails from from Lauren here. And I don't, mm. wanna, you know, he's not pestering us at all. But, uh, you know, all in a row, it sounds like, oh, that guy's uh, that guy sure really likes your show. huh? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So here we go. All right. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Al. Hey. Anybody remember the initial toy line for Batman Beyond? It had a pretty accurate Batmobile with extra toyetic features like flip-out wings and a disc-firing thingy, along with great representations of Blight, who absolutely did glow in the dark, and a couple of the Jokers. But Terry? Or even just a plain old black-suited Batman? Those were oddly in short supply. Even the Return of the Joker tie-ins just wound up being a bunch of repaints from the new Batman adventures. Mm. In fact... I'll bet you fewer than half the characters from this show ever got their own action figures. Even today, with while a few of those gaps have been filled in, like a realistic take on Shriek and a super rare old Bruce Wayne, uh, the toy companies have continued to drop the ball. I always thought that Max, Spellbinder, Ghoul, the dude with the jack-o'-lantern, and the DDs would have made excellent-looking toys. So colorful, such fun designs. I'm curious, which characters would you like? Would you be thrilled to see immortalized in tiny plastic form? I mean. All of the ones you mentioned would be great. Mm -hmm. I would love a Max action figure. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just looked up, and uh, uh, they are correct. This uh, Return of the Joker toy line is two Batmans, a Bruce Wayne... Excuse me. Two Bruce Wayne Batmans. Uh-huh. A Bruce Wayne who looks like Dick Tracy. So a these Joker. Are, these, are, these are the flashback sequence. <laughs> exactly. And one and one Terry. Ugh. That's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. It's not even, I want to be clear on this, this is not even, like, future Joker. This is just yeah, the Joker. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got a big green thing with guns attached to it. Of course he does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I like, I understand, like, look, you, you have an opportunity to re-release some things from, from the series, because, mm -hmm. they, yeah, there's like a 10-minute flashback in there. But it's a 10-minute flashback in yeah. an hour and 15 movie, man. Mm -hmm. 
Like, it's like, hey, we know what the we know what the kids are here for. I would love. I mean, honestly, that's what got you know. You mm. watch that movie before you watch the series. Because oh yeah, that, that is what the kids were there for. Uh huh. <laughs> kids love uh, uh, Tim Drake being uh, horribly brainwashed and then murdering the Joker. Kids do love that. Uh huh. That's what we built a podcast around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I would have loved not only a uh, Terry in the suit, but also just a civilian Terry in like his his purple outfit. Yep. Yep. I would love an old Bruce, which Lauren says is hard to find apparently. Mm-hmm. Because I have a I have a small collection of um, Bruce Tim styled JLU figures. Yes, I've and seen I would them. I would love to put an old Bruce in there. It didn't even occur to me to look for one until just mm-hmm. now, and yeah. now I'm concerned it's going to be a thousand. It's going to be very expensive. Because I remember we were talking about this at the end of Superman. Like, there's a Lois figure in mm-hmm. that style, and it's cripplingly expensive. Oh yeah, I don't like. I know you are a big collector, and mm-hmm. you will, like, I, I assume you'll spring for, like, if you've got almost a full collection, you'll spring for the more expensive ones. Oh, yeah. I spent $60 on a cable action figure. Like. I mean, if that's, you know, if that's what you're into, I am I am biting down my harsh criticism of the 90s and mm-hmm. saying, good for you. I hope you enjoy it. Listen, I got a real nice setup of X-Force, and I'm not even a big X-Force gal. Well, you know. At this point, you've got the collection going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas I built this JLU collection out of st- stuff I found at a flea market. Okay, uh, so I found the, uh, this is the more recent DC Collectibles uh, yeah, Batman I, Beyond I, set. Well, I think that's probably the same line that gave us the lowest yeah. more recently. Yeah. It's, uh, so you get Terry, you get Old Bruce, and you get Ace, which is a good, which is a good yeah. Yeah, lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got some, ex- some like, extra hands and some batteries uh-huh. and shit. Mm-hmm. Terry's wings fold out. Well, let's see. I'll just click open, see all buying options, and the uh-huh. top one is $349. Now, is that buy it now, or is that the bidding starts at that? That is add to cart. I'm on Amazon, so. Okay, all right. I thought you were on eBay. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's a $399 one. This one's $799. Jesus. Uh-huh. Fuck. So terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is a lot of money for something I just want to crack open and put on my shelf and fiddle around with, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I got a bunch of these guys, and I would love more of them, mm-hmm. but not at the... Like, I still want a Lois. Yeah. And I would like an old Bruce and a, and a Terry and a Max and, I don't know, a Dana mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with real drool action. Yeah. I, um... When we started this, I was like, I actually really fucking like Terry. I wouldn't mind having, a, like, a Terry action figure yeah. around here. And I looked, and, like, they're either very expensive or they're not very good. Yeah. Oh, the first... I remember the first ones, because I think I had an opportunity to get one, and it mm-hmm. was like, ugh, no thanks. Like, it's like it was, I'm lo- slightly out of proportion to mm. the rest of the line it was he was like two inches taller or something yep yep no i'm looking at the uh, uh i guess mcfarland makes these now ah and uh they certainly mcfarland up that uh bruce <laughs> tim design how do you how do you that is such a bad mesh of like and i don't even dislike the mcfarland toys like they, they uh, you may have more opinions because you collect mm-hmm but from the outside, it looks like, okay, they they do pretty detailed sculpts. Oh, that's, yeah. That's cool. They've done some, uh, like, I used to have a ton of McFarlane stuff. Not so mm. much anymore, but, uh, like, okay. back in the day, like, I, I had a ton of their horror uh, their horror action figures. It just feels like a weird match because the Bruce Timm house style is so, like, simple and stylized. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of, like, where would you put millions of, of details and points of articulation on a simple like uh, Terry McGinnis Batman figure. You, I mean, if you punch in, I have Batman Beyond toy lines here. Uh, you'll see some examples pop up real quick. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, but what of those is actually a good idea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not many. Oh, I none, say. none. Yeah, right. Cause... Okay, this uh, this battle damage Terry that glows in the dark is pretty good. All right, but like, 
that version of Batman is all black with a red thing mm-hmm. and like white eyes. That's it. There's not a lot of places for in you know intricate detail. It's true. It's just a black silhouette with ears. Mm-hmm. Ah, well. Yeah, that's disappointing. I yeah. still want a bunch of these toys, and I don't know. Maybe there's like a whole like at some point. Uh, my my new roommate Tilo and I have been talking about investing in a uh, 3D printer. Ooh, maybe that would be very cool. Maybe there's some kind of a like pirate action figure market out there mm-hmm. for like printing what you want. Well, I have seen some people do some amazing stuff with 3D printers. So right, but I don't know that I could design one from scratch. What I'm saying is, if there's people out there who have made like the you know the the, the models you can download mm-hmm. and print, that'd be great. I know because I uh, mess around with Transformers from time to time. There's mm-hmm. some there's some excellent ones of those, but I don't oh, know yeah. with this line. What they do with the transform if you want a real transforming transformer, you have to print all the pieces and fit them together because mm-hmm. making something that moves like that on a 3D printer is nigh impossible. Oh but, yeah, I bet. So there's a lot of assembly involved after the fact. But with these, I don't know I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh next one comes from Richard. Richard mm-hmm. says Hi Richard. So I was showing my kids at school the Bugs Bunny cartoon What's Opera Doc? Mm-hmm. You know, to teach them about opera. Sure. Anyway, so Bugs dresses, Bugs dresses up in a sexy Brunhilde costume to seduce Elmer Fudd. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to the part where the wig comes off, a kid yells out with 100% sincerity, It was the rabbit! <laughs> <laughs> my, my point is that kids are idiots. <laughs> oh my god! Kids may love Batman, but they don't deserve Batman. Why did they get a great show like this? I pay taxes, I vote, where's my cool show? I mean, other than Doom Patrol. Oh my god! Sorry, that was very funny. Yes, of course it was. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. Uh, I it have no. It was the dog. Still to this day. Yep. And for those of you who did not know us or did not listen to the show when we were doing our Star Trek show, there is a next gen episode where the fucking the the plot resolution ends up being like Jordy's got a new girlfriend and someone's. Mm-hmm. I don't know, starting fires or something. I don't remember yep, what the fuck they were doing. Someone's definitely starting fires. Wasn't that what happened? Or they I sabotaged do not remember. A, they sabotaged a space station or some shit. I thought they were just out starting fires. Anyway. All I remember is Jordy and uh, uh, the dog turns into a monster. Yes. The episode oh, and I is... believe I'm scared, Jordy. Yes. The, the episode is Aquiel. It's not very good. But the resolution, the big third act twist is it was the dog. And at the time, my roommate, uh, Mark, who went on to be a very famous uh, video game director, I may mm-hmm. have mentioned him once or a thousand times, uh-huh. uh, uh, comes like I came home and he had already seen the episode and he grabs me by the shoulders, looks me dead in the eyes and says, it was the dog. <laughs> A story that I then repeated to Maggie, who was delighted, and then uh-huh. that became a running catchphrase on, on our Star yep. Trek show. So. Mark long has long since forgotten ever saying that to me, by the way. <laughs> so you created a catchphrase that we're seriously thinking about putting on shirts or something. Yep. Like, I don't remember saying that at all. Yeah. It's always nice when your legend can grow beyond you. Yes, exactly. <sighs> okay. Uh, next one is from David. David says... Hi, David. Uh, hi, Maggie. Mags, maybe? Mags is fine. Okay, you told me not to call you that. Did I? Yes. Oh, no, Mags is fine. Okay. Uh, Ma'am, sir, uh, I just finished up Superman, about to start Batman Beyond, but I don't think I'm going to catch up with you in time for the next supplemental, alas. So, on a recent visit, I introduced my in-laws to Batman and Superman. My wife thinks they only watched because I was there. I thought they loved it. I wouldn't have watched either show if you hadn't started a new podcast about it, so cheers to you. That, seriously, is always my favorite thing to hear, mm-hmm. is like that our enthusiasm for something made people check out 
yeah. something they should be watching. Like, I love that when we did Star Trek. I love mm-hmm. hearing it now, too. Like, Yeah, it means a lot. When we say something's good and people agree with us and want to check it out. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, he says, as an aside, uh, as an urban planner, I'm always excited to see these cities, though I do wish more banal scenes happened on trains rather than just people driving everywhere. Gets mm-hmm. my hackles up. <laughs> Uh, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, have have a great day, and congratulations on all the recent life changes. Keep up the good work. Thank you. And he signs it, Twala. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I like so this sort of turns around our our mission statement. Mm. Kids love Batman, but do moms love Batman? I mean, moms and, loved original Batman. They were always trying to uh, to get in bed with original Batman. I suppose that's true. But I mean, you have uh, an experience with your own mom mm-hmm. watching the show Gotham. That's true. That is one of your, you know, like everybody, every kid and their parent has mm-hmm. that thing that it's like, okay, we agree on nothing, but here's a show we watch together. This is yeah. this is a thing I can absolutely sit and watch with my dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like you had a thing with your mom and it's, yep. it's Gotham of all things. Yeah. I, it's because Gotham was so insane. Yeah. And like. I don't know much about your mom. Like she's delightful. I, mm-hmm. I really like her, but I don't know anything about her TV taste. I don't know her she's, that well. She's very mom in her TV taste, if you I know think what I mean. That's yeah. She's a mom. That's what I think. Fi- and yeah. if if a mom doesn't give me a reason to believe otherwise, I just default to that because mm-hmm. that's what moms are like. Yeah. So like I I a hundred percent believe like Gotham came out the uh like a year or two before I was gonna move, but like uh-huh. we all knew I was gonna like I was on the way out basically. Oh, so she was starting to empty nest about it. Yeah, it's like okay, well, there's this Batman show coming out. Do you want to watch this Batman show? I'm like, absolutely, I want to watch this Batman show. Mm-hmm. We have a together activity. That's sweet. mm -hmm. And then that show, like, very quickly went from, like, this is the Batman prequel show about about young Commissioner Gordon to, this is insane. Mm -hmm. This is insane, and every, everybody, it's going to be Batman, if Batman started when Batman was eight. Uh Uh-huh. I think he's 12, and just everybody shows up at the same time. Yep. There's two Jokers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're one away from the comics. Yep. The question of the, the question of the series was who was the Joker, and it was two different people uh-huh. played by the same boy. Oh, I didn't know that. And I believe that boy went on to be uh, the uh, the protagonist of that Star Wars game that came out a few years ago, the little Archie looking kid. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, well, yeah, a lot of what you're saying, speaking of Archie, just reminds me of why I like Riverdale. Exactly. No, Gotham is definitely Riverdale, but for Batman, like just. Mm. Riverdale this season is Riverdale, but for everything. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're superheroes now. Yeah, that checks out. And they're time traveling. Mm-hmm. Had to wait until season five when uh, when uh, 16-year-old Bruce started putting on the costume. Mm. Well, nobody cared about him until then. It's true. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I'm, try- I'm trying to think if parents would enjoy these animated shows, because, like, definitely certain parents, like, I figure now you're getting into parents being sort of Gen X age and younger. Mm-hmm. They won't have this, but prior to that, the idea of a grown-up watching cartoons, like, that's that's definitely a, ba- a barrier for my parents. I don't know yeah. about, about yours, but... I mean, I don't know. Would your mom watch a cartoon with you? Uh, I think we've watched... Yeah, we watched... Um, I showed her Mitchell's versus the Machines last time I was in town, and she really liked that. That movie rules. Okay, well, fair enough. So, yeah, like, I can get her... I can get her to watch, like, like a Disney movie or a Disney-esque movie, basically. Right. But probably not Batman Beyond. Probably not. That's probably a step too far. I don't think she'd be interested, honestly. Yeah. You know? No, I did I... take her to the Batman, like, mm. the movie when she was in town. She seemed to like that. Oh. Well, I'm glad. I could never tell if she, like, genuinely enjoyed it or if she was just like, well, 
Maggie's happy. Yeah, a, a supportive parent who enjoys spending time with their child. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, look, I love that you have that. I can't mm -hmm. imagine that. I don't know what to tell you. I took her to see uh, Infinity War. She'd never seen any of the other... Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I think she'd only seen Black Panther again oh my with God. me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, there's going to be a lot going on, and also it's going to end kind of bad, so... Um... Yeah, this is part one of two, so... Yeah. Oh, man. That's insane. Uh-huh. No, and I have a long story short, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I haven't uh I haven't talked to my parents in some time, but uh back in the day my dad would watch The Simpsons and my mm -hmm. mom hated it and that was oh, it. Oh yeah. Like, they they wouldn't go near cartoons. So. Yeah, no, my mom also hated The Simpsons. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a bad influence. Mm -hmm. Look how we turned out. We quote The Simpsons all the time. <laughs> I like fifteen years later, like when I was in cult like or like in my like uh like mid twenties or something, mm -hmm. like I was watched it and she was like watching just because it was on. Mm -hmm. And it, the she was laughing at the uh, the the uh, Bart gets an elephant episode. Well, it's a good episode. It is a good episode. It's a Swartz welder. And it's like, all right, like, see, yeah, yeah, I know, no, but the media got you know you remember this. The media mm -hmm. got everyone all whipped up about how that shows a bad like you know I had to mm -hmm. turn a shirt inside out at school because it said like, oh yeah, who the hell are you or so I don't mm -hmm. remember which one it was, but yeah, that was me with uh, my South Park T-shirts. Ah. Well, it was. I think we've talked about this before, but yeah, it's a little, little harder by by the time you came around. Yeah, and South Park is a little, little harsher, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> also, hasn't aged as well. No, that is definitely true, and yet it's still on somehow. Yeah, every now and then I see like a review of like season twenty six or something. Like, Jesus Christ! It's like I don't want these anymore. You know? I mean, I don't. It's not for me anymore. I don't yeah. care. Also, I can't go back and watch the old ones like I do with other shows because mm -hmm. it's not very good. It's not. It's it's just mean is all. Yeah. You know, it punches a lot of punching down. It, I mean, that's what that show made its bones on. Like... I know. Look, I'm all about, like, punching up. Mm -hmm. But, you know, punch up, stupid. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, this one comes from, oh, I never know how to say this. Uh, Samus? Samus? Oh, Samus. Yeah. Uh, and she says, uh, hello to the hosts of the Great American Hero Beyond Next Generation Unlimited Future podcast. Hi. Why do you think Terry McGinnis seemingly hasn't been, hasn't quite been able to make the jump to the comics or the wider DC universe like the other DCAU characters or future-based characters like Spider-Man 2099's Miguel O'Hara from Marvel? Mm -hmm. Are there characters or concepts from the show you'd like to see make the jump for, well, we kind of started talking about this. Already, we did. Um, there's, this is a different angle on it, I think. I think if they really want to get, like... Um, if they want to get their like one of their characters over, like mm -hmm. make them popular, like you, they they've got to put the they've got to put the team behind it, you know. Well, I mean, the thing is, this was the dream team in the early, like in the late nineties was mm -hmm. making this show. Yeah, like Bruce Tim and his guys, mm -hmm. Paul Dini and and Alan Burnett and all those guys, like got behind this. Like mm -hmm. this is the best you're probably gonna get. They could make a good live action one. I've seen. People throw that idea around, like, what if you got Michael Keaton to be old Bruce or something? Yep, like, yep. that's not a bad idea. I but, think that's what they're doing with that new Flash movie that they don't want people to realize is a Flash movie. Yeah. I mean, I keep hearing, like, he's excited to be Batman again, in, and then I'm like, oh, they're doing a new, and it's a Flash movie. It's like, oh, well, he's just going to show up for 20 minutes or something. Yeah, exactly. Or at best, he'll be what Iron Man was to Spider-Man in the first Spider-Man mm -hmm, movie. Mm -hmm. Like, he'll be his mentor or something, but yeah. he's not the main guy, you know? Yeah. So, but I think making a big movie would help. Mm -hmm. I think, like we talked about earlier, if they made a good video game or something, that might yep, that might get people going. Yeah, you could definitely, you can de th this character like works, and this character yeah. could still work. People love fucking cyberpunk future. Yeah, 
Uh, she goes on, are there any characters from the Batman animated series you'd have to like, ha- like to have seen get a Beyond-style successor? I definitely would have liked to see more uh, like of the future Justice League. Mm-hmm. We mostly saw an episode where they were possessed and acting out of character. And yeah, I would have loved, loved, like... Yeah, spend more time with those guys. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to see, like, a lot of, like, Batman villains come back, but I'm always no. interested in what happened to them. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, like, I mean, and that's what Return of the Joker was all about, is, like, mm-hmm. he came back, but also you filled in the gap of, like, oh, yeah, he was dead dead. Yeah. And like, and like some of them, like, honestly, most of them probably just got old and retired and yeah. like are just hanging around Arkham now, you know? Well, the impression, well, no, Arkham's gone. Oh, yeah, that's right. They transferred them to a good uh, mental health uh, facility and they all got better. Oh, Maggie. <laughs> oh, what a, what a, what a, what a sweet, optimistic, naive child you are. I mean, it's fiction. Anything's possible. I, I lived through the Reagan years. They closed the asylum and put them out on the streets. <sighs> that's what happens. <laughs> Uh, maybe that happened. Maybe you're mm-hmm. right. I doubt. I assume uh, Poison Ivy married Harley. Yeah, probably. No, Harley. Harley definitely stopped doing crime. That doesn't. That doesn't cancel out what you just said. Mm-hmm. But we saw Harley. Yep. I think she's just some old lady now. Like, I think once the Joker died, she went back to normal. I think we mm-hmm. talked about this briefly when we talked about the movie last yeah. week. Yeah, and then she married uh, Poison Ivy, and yeah. they both disappeared. I, but no, I don't think they disappeared. What I what I'm saying is, I think Harleen became Harleen again, maybe got her medical license back and resumed being a psychiatrist. Well, see, my thinking there is, like, as far as they know, like, like Bar- Babs says that they never found Harley's body. Right. Oh, that's a good point. So yeah. I assume they went underground or whatever. Yeah, she's she's living anonymously. I mean, her, yeah. her grandkids call her Nana Harley, but everyone mm-hmm. else calls her whatever her new name is. Yeah, that's a I'm, good point. <laughs> it's Harley uh, Quinn Z- Zell. Shit. <laughs> Wait, I'm see. bad no, at this. No, wait. My name is Queen Howlier. <laughs> there. My name Nailed is Alucard. Mm-hmm. Well, hope there's no mirrors around. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and uh, she says, lastly, in your opinions, what part of the show worked best and which fell flat on their face like that Spider- Spider-Man quick time event? I'm not sure I get that reference. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I remember this one, actually. Anyway, um... I like Max. Yeah. Could have done with more Max. I was happy every time Max is on screen. Yeah, but you wanted Max to be a superhero, and I was happy with Max the way she was. I sure did. I would have loved Max as Robin. Yeah. No, see, I... I, I and the, honestly, this made for good debate, I think. I think mm-hmm. there's an argument to be made on both sides, and it's good for discussion. But yep. I like that uh, Max like embodies that, you know, a mm-hmm. regular person can, can make a difference too thing. You know? Sure. I also like... Uh, the flip side of this, I I really like when like anytime she tried to do like any of the, any of the Batman stuff, it's like oh fuck, this is way scarier than I yeah, thought. Yeah, I am way in over my head. Terry makes this look easy. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh gee, fuck. Yeah. No, and they would visibly like they would animate her trembling and just mm-hmm. draw oh, terror God. in her eyes. It was so good. Um. Oh, going back to the question about the toys from a couple emails ago, mm. uh, I just realized I would love a little Ma- Maddie McGinnis action figure. Yeah, I could see that. He would like, he would be like proportioned like a Funko Pop. His head would be huge. Yep. But it would be like scaled to the you know, so he'd be like like a Fisher Price little person yeah. sized. It's like one of those ones where you get like like uh like Spider Ham or whatever, where he doesn't move. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
He's just like an accessory. He's yeah. not so much a, a, a figure as like something that comes with someone else. Yeah, like you get him with like with like plain Terry action figure. Right. No, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. The McGinnis family. Um, mm-hmm. And then you also get uh, the mom and then you get like the, the dad's uh, coffin. Yep. That would be it. Mm-hmm. Um, the dead things... dad place that comes with everything you see here. <laughs> They should sell the dead, uh, the the dead family of every hero. Like there was the joke going around for years, and I see it every now and then of the the charred skeletons of uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Yep, yep. They should have that for you know. They should have like murdered Thomas and Martha Wayne, mm-hmm. and uh, you know like uh, the the remains of the uh, the the Jarrell family. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. they should sell all of those. It'd be great. <laughs> the remains of the Jarrell family is just a box full of rubble. Yeah, it's just like kryptonite dust. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that fell flat on their face. Um, I did not mind them doing the Buffy-ish, uh, here's a villain from, uh, Terry's, uh, high school thing, mm-hmm. but I think they went to that well too often, and or they put all those episodes together. Yeah, it so, definitely felt like, for a while, only villains were coming out of Terry's yeah. high school. I, f- I got real sick of that. Yeah. But I feel like if you'd spaced it out over mm-hmm. 50-some episodes, did it every third episode or something, it might not be so bad, but they yeah. were all in a clump. Hamilton Hill High School, home of the fighting Batman villains. Uh-huh. But it wasn't always villains, but it was always some plot that was related mm-hmm. to that. Like, sometimes there was the the, uh, the juvie rehab place that ended up being evil. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, the John Ritter Institute for Wayward Children or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it yeah, was of called. Yeah, uh, What else? Uh, there was just a bunch of episodes that just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of wheel spinning, I found. Yeah, and... You know? I'm trying to think... Most of the time when they brought a villain back, they would realize, oh, this is a cool villain. We need to escalate it. Like, mm-hmm. like every time Ink came back, there was something new and different and cool. Yeah. And Shriek was always just Shriek, mm-hmm. which I was also I kind of like that Shriek was always just Shriek. No, like... that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you have to have the super cool one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have one that's just doing the same thing every time. That's fine, too. But then you had Spellbinder, who was just kind of lame every time. Mm-hmm. Spellbinder, super cool character design. Yeah, never not, really landed. Not a bad, not a bad set of powers. But then, yeah, didn't, didn't like always ended up being behind the dumbest stuff. Yeah, or um, what was his name? Uh, Big Time, who came back once to do the exact same thing he'd done the first time. Yeah, that was that is definitely the worst example of okay, this was an okay episode the first time. Why did yeah. you do this twice? Yeah, we we did not need to see this guy again. He is not interesting enough. No, I'm trying to think of what other episodes like just kind of like landed with a wet plop for me. Mm-hmm. There were definitely a few. I still hate Howard. Howard. Oh, I. Mm, I do, but it's one of those love to hate. No, things. I every time he showed up, I was like, oh, gross. Okay. It's, it's like he showed up. I'm like, ew, why is Terry friends with this guy? Mm-hmm. No, that that makes sense. And I think it's because they went so hard with the with the idea that he's like a gross pervert. Mm-hmm. Well, they did. They went hard with the idea that he was a gross pervert, but they also went hard with the idea that he's a good guy after all. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Once you once you come out swinging with that, you can't yeah. really go back. You know? It's like, hey, it's just everybody's friend who's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't oh, want one of these. I'm looking over the list now, and I think Cobra, like, we talked about this, but I think mm-hmm. they hit the Cobra thing way too hard near the they end. They hit it way too hard at the end. The fact that it was at the end, like, that's, like, yeah. the thing you're going to remember about, like, when you look back on Batman Beyond. It's well, like, yeah, that dude fought Cobra a whole lot. Yeah, that's what I ended up saying. Exactly. Going in, and, and then you were like, dude, we're in season three. Cobra hasn't shown up yet. What are you talking about? And then there they were. And also they did that episode where it's like, remember when I fought Cobra four years ago? Yeah, they, they retconned it into like his, the you know, year one stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really like, oh, so Cobra has always been here and always been boring. Mm-hmm. It, it hasn't, but they tricked us. 
I think it's like I don't know. I thought the two parter had a lot of good stuff in it. Oh, it was it was fine. Like the idea that they had a real dumb plot to like turn people into lizards or whatever. Oh god, and... I forgot they were turning people into dinosaurs. Yeah, it was. The, I said this before. It it was the plot from the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. It was Dennis Hopper King Koopa, but like you know, in cartoon form. Yep. I could have used a couple more episodes, maybe like the Egg Baby. Yep, just like fun episodes. Yeah, like light. And the the villains in that were so dumb too. It was mm-hmm. like Ma, what's her name? I forget the. It was the take on Ma Barker, but I don't yeah, remember exactly. what her actual name was. Ma, whatever. Yeah, Beagle. but it was at her. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ma Beagle's the same. Like, uh, yeah, same thing. But you know, with her with their shitty kids, Andy Dick and the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest. Yeah. But I'm looking over the list, and, like, most of these, uh, like, Centuries of the Last Cosmos could have been better. Like, oh, yeah. that's an interesting idea. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out where they went wrong is what I'm trying to do mm. here. Like, that could have been an interesting idea, and it just didn't go anywhere. Or, like, uh, April Moon, I mean, that, that did have, um, that did have Knee Jerk. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot about Knee Jerk. I How knee could jerk. you forget about Knee Jerk? I'm very busy, okay? How could you ever forget? I yeah, but what I'm I'm yelling at myself right now. Mm-hmm. I am remiss as a co-host for not constantly reminding you that knee jerk exists. This is my fault. Al's name was knee jerk. Okay, Lauren. To answer your earlier question, that's the action figure that needs to happen. Yeah, we all want knee jerk action figures. <laughs> we all want the knee jerk action. See, because he had ro- he had because he had chainsaw knees, and also he was an asshole. So he, he was, was a knee jerk. He's a knee jerk. <laughs> Oh. oh my god! Yep, he had chainsaws for knees, which <laughs> is extremely impractical. Uh huh. Think about a chainsaw. Think about how much damage it can do. You know, mm-hmm. you've seen like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Or something, oh yeah. And you're like, yeah. And okay, you think of like Army of Darkness. That dude had a chainsaw, or one of the Evil Dead movies. Was it Army of Darkness? It was Army of Darkness, and it was Evil Dead too. Okay, I couldn't remember where someone had a chainsaw attached to themselves, their hand, where mm-hmm. it would do good. Mm-hmm. Putting it on your knees. What? Who thinks there's something at about a two or three foot height that I would love to chop with a chainsaw? <laughs> Nobody. Maybe he, he saw some logs on the ground and he was just like, I don't want to pick these up. But not on the floor, because if it was on your feet, that would at least make sense. But yeah, no. Like, like they stacked... were in one of those like logs, log holder things. Yeah, stacked at knee height. Maybe he loves like having a fireplace. <laughs> Maybe, but then why wouldn't you just put axes there? Like the, the chainsaws seem like a little too, you know, too much. I mean, you'd always have to change, like, oil the chain, mm-hmm. and I don't know what powers it, but you might have to charge the battery. Yep, gotta plug but, your knees in twice a day. But if you had axe knees, mm-hmm. then you're just ready to go at all times. The axe mm-hmm. is, like, the, the, you know, one of the oldest and, uh, like, simplest tools. It's easy. Mm-hmm. You just sharpen it. That's it. Yeah. That is also a dig at Amanda, who says she needs to do a ton of research to buy an axe like that we need for some yard work. Mm-hmm. Like it's an axe. It's a sharp piece of metal on a stick. <laughs> what research it's one of the most simple tools that humans have ever created. You could make this at home. You probably I mean you do a shitty job. I'm not a metal worker, but That's it's, true. It's not it's not that hard. <laughs> okay, this one comes from Lauren and says, Hi Maggie, hi Al. You hi. two, along with various other forces in my life of late, have caused me to finally check out Batman the Brave and the Bold. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad. Good. I've, o- I've only watched about half the episodes so far, but man, what a fantastic show. I appreciate the episodic nature of it, allowing me to gleefully skip around in no particular order. I'm very happy to continue listening to your reviews of this on the Patreon in lieu of the other thing you were doing. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yes, I was about to say, that's how you can get to them, is uh, donate as little as $1 a month to our Patreon. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, I also happened to check out the recent animated version of The Long Halloween. It was against my better judgment, but I really enjoyed this one. It felt oh. like an actual movie, rather than the literal page-to-screen adaptation most of them seem to be. I dare say I liked it even more than the recent live-action film. It was shway. <laughs> All right. Don't say shway. <laughs> No, I, I, which one was the Long Halloween? I don't think I Long Halloween comment. was the, uh, the Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale, uh, 12 issue mystery. Mm hmm. It's got Did that it? really good, uh, uh, Tim Sale art and not a whole lot else going for it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask a question that I already know the answer to. Mm hmm. How satisfying was the resolution to the mystery? Uh, none. It was none satisfying. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, because Jeff Loeb keeps writing mysteries and doesn't know how to write a mystery. Uh, the mystery is why he spells Jeff that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't usually make fun of people for things like that, but mm -hmm. come on. It's two mm -hmm. Fs. <laughs> Jess. Also, well-known racist Jeff Loeb. Oh, well, then fuck his PH. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. P-H-U-C-K him. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Um... No, I, I, I mean, if they turn that into a decent movie, that's great. My, my, my big deal with that one was that, like, it's got that that gorgeous Tim Sale art, and like, the actual movie just looks so generic. Well, we saw that with a bunch of them, where they, where they would take the most interesting thing about like a distinctive art style and just bland it up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, New Frontier preserved Darwin mm -hmm. Cook stuff, and yep. uh, uh, Dark Knight did Frank Miller stuff, but mm -hmm. for the most part, yeah, they don't. No, I would have loved like a real like, adaptation of, like, that art just to see it, like, in motion. Yeah, move. Yeah. yeah. But they absolutely didn't do that. The trailers I saw, I saw made it look like Archer. Hmm. Lana. Lana. <laughs> Very stiff. Oh, well, that's too bad. Uh, let's see. Lauren writes another one, says, uh, I think the part of the reason I glommed onto The Brave and the Bold was that after watching the new movie, all three hours of it, mm -hmm. Batman greatest, Batman's greatest foe is the editor, apparently. <laughs> I felt a yearning in my subconscious for something a bit lighter. It's weird to me to think 30 years ago, Batman Returns was considered too dark and everyone seemed to hate it. Mm -hmm. Now we got to make it darker and darker each time and people just can't get enough. Christopher Nolan, Heath Ledger, Zack Snyder, mm -hmm. Joaquin Phoenix, where's the tipping point? Eventually the pendulum will swing back the other way as people's tastes are bound to shift. But when? Could this be the end of the Dark Knight? <laughs> I think... I, you, you know this certainly better than I, but my mm -hmm. impression is Batman's always going to be this guy. Yeah. Batman's just in people's minds. Kids my age did such a good job of convincing their parents, no, Mom, Batman's not Adam West. He's mm -hmm. dark. Yeah. That that's just how it is now. Yeah. And, like, the way media works now, and, like, this could change, but probably not any time soon. Like, what, what you're going to get is recycling of the old stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, you might still get a good take on it if you if you give that to a good creator. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you really liked the new movie, so presumably, uh, I I liked the new movie. Oh, I okay. I'm I might okay. I thought you really liked it. Okay, fair enough. It's um. I may be misremembering. Three hours is too fucking long for a Batman movie. It's okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say three hours is too long for any movie. I would agree with that, honestly. If it's not called The Godfather. I'll give yeah. The Godfather its three hours. That mm -hmm. is it. Like, Flunk was talking about how movies shouldn't be over an hour and a half, and he is not wrong. Well, you know, we watch a lot of uh, very old movies, mm -hmm. and uh, early, like, early in sort of the talkie era, like the early 30s, mm -hmm. there was, and I don't know the scientific reason for this. Somebody out there probably does. Brian definitely knows this. Mm -hmm. I, there was something about film 
where you just couldn't have a lot, like you couldn't fit it into the camera or you couldn't store mm. it properly or something. Basically what it meant is movies were an hour and 15 and that was it. And yeah. like, that's it. Movies had to be that long. And I feel like we need to go back to that. Mm-hmm. Just a tight 90 minutes, you know, like, like 75 to 90 minutes. Yeah. Perfect. If I see a comedy movie that's one minute over 90 minutes, I know like it's padded and bloated. Yeah, and exactly. Not funny. Like, what, what are you doing? Well, yeah. We did a lot of, we put a left a lot of improv stuff in. Well, don't do that. Yeah. You know, the very best like improv movies ever are Christopher Guest's movies. And you know what they do? They shoot millions of hours of footage and they mm-hmm. carve it down to the best 90 minutes. Yep. That's what you do. Uh, and we didn't really talk about the Brave and the Bold when he mm-hmm. when he brought that up though. I I am very much enjoying that show. Not every I, week, but no. But I I am enjoy I am definitely enjoying it more than if we had stuck with the uh, the movies. Well, the movies were so samey. What they what's were great about the Brave and the Bold one is the light tone. Mm-hmm. But two, it's that it's like the the whole mission statement of the show is to pair up Batman with unusual characters you don't see in other things. Yeah. So every week it's very different. Mm-hmm. So if there's one I don't like, the following episode might be one that I like. Recently, we did a pair where it was like a ghost adventure that I wasn't that into, mm-hmm. and then a full-on space adventure with robots that I really was into. Yeah, and like that's 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 it. That's mm-hmm. your formula. Is like there's something for everybody, and I might not like it one week, but I will like it the next week. Yeah, so that's good. It's a fun show. It's mm-hmm. it's really fun, and even if you don't like contribute to our Patreon or listen to our takes on it, it's on uh, uh, HBO Max, and you yeah, should watch check it, it out. If you want light, fun Batman, it it was back uh, when I started watching it back at, like when the pandemic started. Um, it was a very good. I will watch this while I eat dinner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's light, it's quick, it's over in twenty minutes, and I have a good time. Yeah, it's almost always fun. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know what other version of Batman has been like fun like that. Exactly. Like I mean, I'm saying that rhetorically, but I'm also saying it as an actual question. Like. Mm. Has there been any other takes on Batman that embrace the camp and the pulp and the, you know, the cheese? Not that I've seen. Like Morrison famously mm-hmm. did a great job of consolidating all the different tones. Oh, yeah. And managed to take some of the really cheesiest Silver Age shit mm-hmm. and they really turned it into something special. But Oh, yeah. But that's Grant Morrison, one of the best writers in comics. Uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't uh, checked out Grant Morrison's run on Batman, it is mwah, the kiss of a chef. The thing is, uh, prior to that point, all the Batman comics I liked were one-offs. They were mm-hmm. OGNs or miniseries. And you said, no, there is a run that is great. And mm-hmm. you were right. You were absolutely right. Yep. Um, that said, it lost me about two-thirds of the way through. That's fair. Because it gets real deep into the continuity, and I did not understand what was happening. Yeah, that that's fair. If you breathe this shit like I do, it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and that's how I feel reading a lot of comics. Like, like that's why I don't read the X-Men, because, mm-hmm. like, I'd be into it at first, and then I'd be so, so lost. Yeah, it, it, there is a lot. It is a huge cast that they expect you to remember what happened to all of them. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe Star Trek is the only thing that I'm that familiar with, and that's because we did a podcast about it for ten years. Yeah, we saw every episode up to a point. And we, um, well, I've seen every episode since, but uh, we, we critically dissected all of them mm-hmm. to a certain point. Yeah. But I did watch all of Picard season two, which is bad. very, very, very bad. Very, very bad. This is a bad show. I was enjoying it, though. So bad. Uh, this okay. is my train wreck. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, a Tesla. <laughs> Down I go. Watch out, Picard. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one comes from Richard. He Hi, says, Richard. 
I finally got around to watching Harley Quinn, and mm-hmm. it is so shway. Don't say shway. <laughs> uh, what makes it even more shway, shwayer, uh, is this podcast. Mm-hmm. I was always a Marvel-only guy back in the day, but your weekly masterclass on DC denizens has added a whole new layer to my enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Not drizzled on top, because I know Maggie hates that, Ugh. but a thick layer of taste and texture. Thank you for introducing me to all these amazing Batsmen from mm-hmm. both beyond and bold. Making my life better. You are wonderful and you make me very happy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love hearing that. Um, Richard has been a delightful, uh, supportive listener over the years and Mm -hmm. always writes in with uh, great things like that and occasionally writes us a little song, too. Yeah. So uh, just try to throw a little uh, compliment back there Mm because I don't want to be too too grabby about that. But, you know, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, He also says, P.S. I started watching the new Kids in the Hall on your recommendation and it is great. Yeah, it is. I have not checked that out yet, but I'm going to. Honestly, of TV shows that have come back after being gone for 20-plus years, Mm -hmm. that might be the only one that I actually think was worth it. Oh, wow. Twin Peaks had me at first, and then it Mm -hmm. lost me. Yeah. That might be it. Twin Peaks spent a lot of time jerking off. Yeah. I gotta have 18 episodes. Do Mm -hmm. you, though? I have an epic story I'm trying to tell. About a guy sweeping a floor. (laughs) It could have been a tight six to eight episodes, and it would have been stunning, but... Instead, mm-hmm. it was that. Ladies and gentlemen, the Nine Inch Nails. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But um, no, Kids in the Hall, like, they understood they were old, and a lot of the sketches are about that, and mm-hmm. they're not trying to seem young and relevant, and it was outstanding. Also, sure. um, Eddie Izzard is in a sketch, and it's one of the greatest things they or she has ever done. Oh, I do love Eddie Izzard. Uh huh. Uh, Lauren writes in to make us aware of a Twitter post, a tweet from Matthew Valencia. Do I know who that is? I don't. Oh, former actor, Batman sidekick. I'm not sure who. Matthew. Matt Valencia. Uh, there's also a link to IMDb. Sorry, I, I probably should have done this research before we started, but, uh, he was Tim Drake on the new Batman adventure. Oh, okay. okay. That's who he is. Uh, and it is a, I'm going to put a, put a link to this. We don't really do show notes on this, but look on my Twitter Mm. and I will link to this. Um, it is, uh, a picture of him and Mark Hamill together in, I would guess 1995 ish. Like I just guessed based on their, their, uh, fashions Mm. and the, the quality of the, um, the, the, the photo, (laughs) the hairstyles. It's got a, got a mullet there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you, Maggie, in our Excellent. little Skype chat. So you're looking at the same thing I am, but, right. uh, but I'll just post this here and. Uh, ah. But it's just a it's a it's a cute like picture of two voice actors together is all. And then, uh, of course, the first reply is, "Yeah, that didn't end well," and it's got a, a, a screen cap from Return of the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that would that would do it. That's pretty good. Yep. Okay, next one comes from Mike X, another very long-time uh, supporter of our shows. Yep, hi, Mike. Uh, hey, Maggie and Al. Congratulations on the end of another animated show. This one is my favorite, uh, and Return of the Joker is my absolute favorite DCAU thing ever. I mean, Fair enough. Aside from everyone's favorite series, The Zeta Project. <laughs> which well, I watched, who doesn't yeah, love The Zeta Project? Which I watched all of and for some reason retained none of. Well, mm-hmm. Can't imagine yeah. why. Uh, I've got some questions I can ask you, assuming the email is still running thin, a little bit. But also, Mike, we always welcome your emails, not not just because we don't have enough, but because we like to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, and he's got some good questions here. First of all, what would you have done to fix Dana without getting rid of the love for Chili because Chili is great? 
I'm going to let you answer this one, even though I know what the answer is. I mean, just have her, like, do anything else. <clears throat> mm. you, <clears throat> you have got to you have got to let her know that Terry is Batman by, like, the halfway point. Well, this is something that has bothered me for a long time, and we're just going to we're going to see a lot of this mm-hmm. in in the series uh, ahead. Well, at least probably almost certainly in Static Shock, because it's about a kid. Yeah. Is the secret identity. I mm-hmm. hate like it's such a stale like uh, unless you write it well, it's just such a tired like, oh, I'm hiding this for some reason from yeah. the people I love and they think I'm a dick, but they don't know why I'm not here. Like I'm doing my YouTube reviews of uh, the old gem series from mm-hmm. the 80s. She has a secret identity. The very first episode is about her family dying like her dad dies. Mm-hmm. There's no she's not protecting anyone. There's no <laughs> reason for it. It's just so she can lie to her boyfriend. There's like it's yeah. stupid. Well, it's like I have not watched it in a long time now, but like I was a big fan of the Flash TV show. Mm-hmm. The point where I showed it to you, and you're like, "Why are you a fan of the Flash?" Well, because you chose an episode that wasn't a good example. You said, yeah. but that like the first three seasons of that are I can't let my my girlfriend slash wife know that I'm the Flash. Yeah. And it's like this would solve so many problems for you. Yeah, it sure would. Wait, you mean the streak? The show Excuse is called me. Flash, but he wasn't called. Flash. No, he was the Blur. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Right. Uh, anyway, I would do nothing to fix Dana. Mm-hmm. I think she's perfect. Is That's the answer I thought you were going to give. That's, I mean, Look, I love Dana. I would love more of Dana. I would have liked, honestly, more episodes that featured her, like, not as a hostage, but just... Yeah. It's like, seriously, the reason we assumed she was so dumb is because we never saw her do anything but dumb things. Like, mm-hmm. if we saw her rich inner life and realized, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. She's she's actually like uh, working on her first year of college while she's still in high school. Yeah, like she's one of those kids, and she'll have her PhD by age like twenty two, mm-hmm. and like she also does charity work, and she also like is uh, uh, an excellent uh, tenor in the yeah. opera. Like you know, she's got this incredible inner life that we just don't see, but mm-hmm. she's just a dumb vacant teenager. Yeah. Who stands around being pretty, and that's it. Yeah, well, and then when we bring Max in, and Max is such a great character, it's like, yeah. well, like, this should be what, like, Terry's what Terry's girlfriend is. like. I agree to some extent, but I do like Max as an independent, like, I, I don't know. I What I love about Max, mm-hmm. maybe more than anything, is that she's not Terry's love interest in the least. Sure. Neither of them expresses an interest in each other. I. It's just, it's good and healthy for kids' shows to show, look... Mm-hmm. This this boy and this girl are friends. Oh yeah, they are not kissing; they are just friends. That is a thing that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know because some shows are just like, oh well, there's another girl that means love triangle. No, yep. I'm glad they didn't do that. No, that was a thing that I always wanted to see more of on on uh, TV. It's just like, why can't we just have a guy and a girl be friends with each other? Yeah, and usually a show would start with that, mm-hmm. and then one of them would have a thing for the other. Yeah. Or it turns out they both have a thing for each other mm-hmm. or something. And it's just like, or the girlfriend would get jealous. And uh, uh, Dana never got jealous of Max. That was good. Yeah. But it's just like, no, he's got a friend. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It, you're allowed, you know. Uh, let's see. Um, Mike says, are there any other Batman the Animated Series villains you'd love to see beyond ties? Penguin, Clock King, Boss Biggest Beyond. <laughs> so this is this is a little different from the previous question, like, it's one thing to know what happened to the old guys, mm-hmm. but you also have some people sort of updating and revising the old things, but they're new new people. Yeah. So, like, what if Penguin Beyond was, like, a legacy thing? I would love to see Penguin Beyond just because it's such a stupid concept. Yeah, like the worst one. 
Yeah, like the the dude the dude who's like ah my my great grandfather was the original penguin, mm-hmm. and now really? I will adopt the uh, the mannerisms of the penguin. Really, really? Cobblepot actually got laid once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't seem likely. Edwin Cobblepot. Uh huh. I I don't know. I feel like someone like looking back and taking the wrong message from like I don't know like. Like, th- they did this a little bit with the Jokers, but if mm-hmm. you did it more with, like, someone looking at the Mad Hatter and saying, yes, this is the way to live. That guy was really cool. Yeah, I want to be just like him. And mm-hmm. and having Bruce look at it and say, what? You that know, this guy? guy was the worst, right? Like, Ugh, he was a sex pest. Here, yep. I got some video of it. Let me show you. And just, oh, like, ew. scares the kid straight immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, ew. Yeah. I just thought he liked big hats. I just I just thought he liked Lewis Carroll. Mm-hmm. And cool costumes. I didn't realize he was like that. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. So I don't know. Like a like a. I was about to say Sewer King, but we've gotten that a lot. Oh yeah. There's always a Sewer King. Mm-hmm. A Every King. generation of Sewer King is born. <laughs> clock King might have been fun, where his his face is like a blinking twelve o'clock instead mm-hmm. of an analog clock. Mm-hmm. I'm digital Clock King, Batman. Yeah, that's the future. You see. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of other like sort of more obscure guys from from back in the day. Because uh, we had a Clayface-ish character, mm-hmm. we didn't have a Poison Ivy type character, I suppose. I would say that Ink was a better like Clayface than yeah. Clayface. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, Ink, Ink, far and away, the best villain to come out of this show. Like yeah, like a top ba- top tier Batman villain for me. Mm-hmm. No qualifiers. Like they should bring Ink into modern Batman. Oh yeah, to fight just regular ass Batman because mm-hmm. Ink is great. Um. Who else was there? Like, uh, the robots guy. Well, I guess he wasn't a villain, exactly. No, just a guy who liked robots. Yeah. And I guess everybody likes robots. What's the deal with this? What's the deal with that guy and his cute robots? I guess that's, I guess that's fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? The the kid who built the sex bot that you hate. Howie. Oh, Howie, yeah. Fuck that guy. So never mind. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking more about Batman guys that I, or Batman Beyond guys I would like to see in classic Batman. Mm -hmm. Like, what if, what if, uh, Tim Drake met Rat Boy. What would that look like? Rat, Rat Boy. Boy. Rat Boy, hands down, worst thing about this this series. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Okay. Yeah, that was that was a low point there. Just remember ugh. Rat Boy. Oh, I remember Rat Boy. Stop gnawing on the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike says, I don't know if you've mentioned your favorite Batman Beyond moments yet. But do you have any favorite images? The rich guy turned into a computer always stuck with me. Super creepy. That was mm-hmm. that was creepy. But that is a good one. Yeah. I uh, mean, a lot of stuff from the movie. Yeah. Like, you know, the image of uh, of, of, of uh, Tim mm-hmm. holding that gun and laughing and crying. Uh-huh. Horrible. Is a big one. Yep. Uh, anything Ink did. Very mm-hmm. good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Spellbinder looked good, but... That was it. That was kind of his deal. Like, the first time he struck a dramatic pose mm-hmm. was a very good sort of, like, static moment for me. But then he started doing stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, anything else jump out at you Not as far really. as visual images go? Mm-hmm. It's a very good-looking show, I think. It is, absolutely, except for Batman's mustache. It just never bothered me. I hate it. I know. The only Batman that should have a mustache is, like, the Gaucho Batman, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. With his sombrero. <laughs> Grant Morrison made that cool. Uh, yep. In case you were wondering. Mm-hmm. Uh, last question from Mike. Uh, so I completely unironically love the opening to the show, even down to the text on the screen. 
When that tiny word hope appears, it gets me every time. Aww. As a minority of one, I ask you, if zero is the Star Trek Enterprise opening and ten is Cowboy Bebop's, please rate this one. That That is a perfectly realized scale, by the way. Yeah, it sure is, actually. Uh-huh. Um... I, I, I always loved the opening to this show. I came to not like the words just because every single guest that came on like kind of talked me into it. Mm-hmm. But you take the words out, and I still think it's outstanding. Yeah. No, I th- it's fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. This is uh, one of the ones where I, uh, once we started watching, I would just skip over the opening credits. Huh. I never yeah. did. I but, I but this may come down to the fact that I like the music in the show and you don't. That is true. Like, I love that theme. Mm-hmm. Also, every time I, I watch the opening credits, Mal would go, you wouldn't download a car. I mean, that is very funny. <clears throat> the first 200 times, I assume. Yes. Ah. <sighs> Um, so I don't know, on 1 to 10, well, given that we're going to have to average our scores together, mm-hmm. I would say like 8, and it sounds like you want to say like, I don't know, lower than that. I'd say like a 4. Yeah. So that makes a 6. Yeah. So I guess it's a 6. Mm-hmm. Could be worse. Could be better. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll quit for now. Thanks for the season. Uh, thanks for mostly enjoying the show. It was certainly the spidiest Batman show ever, and that's mm-hmm. just fine with me. Yeah, it yeah. sure was. I love that about it. Uh, this one comes from Mal. Oh. I know, you, might, you, you might know this person. Mallory mm-hmm. D is what it says here. Yes, good. Uh, from your house. Mm-hmm. It says, hello, Alan Maggie. Hello. Uh, what is your favorite unimportant headcanon for a Batman character? That is a good question. That is a good uh, <laughs> question, actually. For, for example, I'm convinced that the Joker loves Ska. Mal and I were talking about this on the car ride the other day. <laughs> I could see that. Pick it up. Pick it up. I just I could picture him doing the Ska dance so oh, perfectly yeah. in my head. Well, it really meshes with when they when they do sort of silly animations for this Joker. Mm-hmm. It fits it fits that very well. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. dun. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, God. I mean, um, we this is something we've always done from the earliest time we started about, talking about Star Trek. We have a lot of weird little things we imagine these characters doing. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Like the fact that uh, 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 Dick uh, Dick Grayson only plays video games. Well. That she, he had the same thing as Dana, where he only ever talked about one thing, yeah. so they gave us nothing else to work with. I like video games. We know. Do you got anything else about Nope, that's it. That mm-hmm. and leaving town. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good job. Two Dana. things I know about Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, now, like, I know we do it all the time, but now being yeah, put I on can't the spot, think of it like, now. I've never, I've never talked about a Batman character in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, um... I liked, oh God, no, nothing. Yeah. Well, I like what I just imagined for Dana just now, that Mm -hmm. she actually is very smart. A rich life. Yeah, a rich inner life. Like like she's very accomplished, very like, you know, she's going places in life. Yeah. And we just don't see that because we don't spend any time with her. You really latched on to the fact that she's super horny. Oh, yeah. Which we only really got once or twice, but that was enough for you to, mm-hmm. to build a whole, like, extra world about. Well, she absolutely—there is no doubt in my mind that Dana is super fucking horny for Terry. Okay. I mean, there's the one time they were stuck in the elevator. I'm trying to think of any—every other time it's just like, why do you have to leave? Why can't you stay here with me? There, There's the bit in uh, the Egg Baby episode where mm-hmm. after uh, uh, the teacher's like, and the only person who did a really good job of raising the baby was uh, was Terry. And Dana's mm-hmm. just like, oh, wow, there is nothing hotter than a guy who knows how to take care of a kid. I, the thing is, I get that. Mm-hmm. There are people who are into, like, a, a compassionate guy who's, oh, yeah. you know— 
Like, I understand. That doesn't necessarily mean she wants kids. No, but it does. She was also flashing him the fuck me eyes. So, like. Wow. See, there, I think you're projecting. Mm. That's possible. I think you're into Dana and you, like, you know. I Look, you're not wrong. I, uh, hey, good. Why not? I get it. You know, not me. She's a teenager. That's gross. I mean, but, fair. <laughs> no, I understand completely. I, I've said this many times. They go out of their way to make her look like they, they put a lot more effort into making her look pretty than they do any of the oh, other yeah. women on the show. And it really shows. Like mm-hmm. they, the animators clearly love giving her a little hair flip yeah. and a little bit of extra detail into her slightly gothy makeup. Well, and the the dance sequence in the uh, in the movie yeah. is ve- like very lovingly rendered. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it didn't feel horny to me. No, so much as it like or exploitive. It just felt like this is this is a very visually interesting character that's mm-hmm. not a superhero. We get a chance to draw someone who's just a person, but who's also interesting yeah. to look at. And that, that I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Terry's mom definitely leads an interesting life. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't see her very often either. I feel like her job is, like, I don't know, demolishing old uh, uh, Art Deco buildings or yep. something. Also, she has a book club. I'm not sure why, but she does. Well, because she's a mom. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's very passionate about it. But she brings a glass of wine and reads about, you know, has a live, laugh, love, you mm-hmm. know, all that, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. But also, but also, she operates like a robotic bulldozer and knocks down Crime Alley. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they're finally paying me for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and final one comes from someone who lives in my house, oh. Tilo. Ah! And she says, Dear Alan Maggie, is there any character in the DCAU dumber than dumb Dana? Oh, boy. I mean, no. <laughs> Sorry, I know you wanted an interesting discussion there. Yeah, but, like... I don't know, maybe. Um, There were a couple of... um, There were a couple of villains. Mm-hmm on the old show that were like uh like Rudy. Oh yeah, Rudy was dumb. Uh-huh. Was Rudy dumber than Dana though? <sighs> Here's the thing. I think Rudy was dumb was dumb, but I think Rudy was also lazier than Dana. Like mm. Dana's dumb, but she likes to do things. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't failed out of school yet, so yeah. presumably she at least does her homework. Yeah. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point, but mm, I don't know. Rudy was also stuck in prison. That's true. Like, out in the world, he might not have been so lazy. Mm, I kind of feel like he probably was. Well, that's fair. He had, like, when he first becomes Parasite and he's just like, all right, well, maybe this will do it. And then he gets arrested. He's like, that was fucking hard. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Oh, you take me to jail? All right. Yeah, jail sounds great, honestly. Yeah, fine. I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> I'm no just touching. marry an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> no touching. Because <laughs> you'll drain their powers. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Killer Croc was real dumb. Killer Croc was real, real dumb. I could picture Dana saying, I hit him with a rock. <laughs> Killer Croc was dumb. Killer Croc was also an asshole. Yeah, that's true. Just I think a da- dumb jerk. Dana being sweet might mm-hmm. make her dumbness more palatable. That's definitely a saving grace for me. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, Anything else? I think that's everything. Uh, I actually found, uh, for some reason, uh, Gmail decided to put these in a, in a different place. Oh. So I apologize, uh, Lise, who has, has written to us many times, and, mm. and we'd love to hear from. It just uh, put your put your email somewhere else. Uh, 
says, how do you feel about the Lego Batman movie? Will you review it? Well, the, the second answer is no. No. Uh, uh, I like the Lego Batman movie, though. I did not care for the actual Lego movie, so I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. But I I am where fun goes to die, so I'm the <laughs> wrong person to ask. <laughs> Boy, did I find that episode of Strange New Worlds very relatable. <laughs> Okay, she also says, I don't have access to most of the Diniverse, so I'm watching whatever Batman I can find. Mm-hmm. One, the Batman. For once, no origin story, no pearls. Mm-hmm. And hey, this one doesn't remove the coal around his eyes. I don't know what the K-O-H-L, I'm not sure what that means. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. Did you like it? Well, you've seen it, I have not. I have not seen it. And we talked, wait, no, the, oh, 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 the the cartoon. Yeah. I thought, I thought she was talking oh. about the movie, The Batman. Yeah. She now I'm not sure. Yeah, not sure either. Uh, I didn't uh, see it. I, as we discussed, I have no interest in movies that are three hours long. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tilo keeps trying to convince me that I would like it. I also, because I am old and inflexible, mm-hmm. I see the kid from Twilight is in it, and I don't give a fuck. And that is unfair. I know. Mm-hmm. And I know Kristen Stewart's gone on to do great stuff too. But sorry, they're the Twilight kids. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> now asshole. he he does he does a perfectly fine job. That's good. Uh, Lego Batman, Lego Justice League, Lego DC. I'm still sort of a novice regarding superheroes, so I like that it's dumbed down a bit, like mm-hmm. the rivalry between Batman and Superman. Have you watched these? I've, have you seen all of them? I know I you have, just said you saw about Lego Batman. But. I've only seen the Lego Batman movie. I've played some of the Lego Batman video games, and those are a lot of fun. But Yeah, the uh, Lego games, like I played the Lego Star Wars ones, and mm-hmm. they are fun. Those are so good if you're a nerd who likes obscure characters, because like by the time I got to Lego Batman 3, fucking everyone was in it, mm-hmm. and I love that. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not hard to make a character model out of Lego. No, it's not. And it's they fun probably... seeing, like, like sort of what they, had, like, you know, how do we adapt this? Like, how how does this yeah. character look and what does this character do, you know? Well, and what I always liked in the, I know the movies are different, but the games, uh, like the Star Wars games, mm-hmm. uh, nobody spoke. No. So they would find ways to uh, mime important uh, scenes. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, uh, no, Luke, I'm your father, was Vader pulling out his wallet. And showing a series of family photos. Yep. <laughs> that includes him with baby Luke. That's very good. Like, I, I just love turning those iconic moments into, like, like uh, funny silent comedy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the, the Lego uh, superhero games do that, too. They, uh, they have voices now. Like, ah, okay. They're... I mean, that, I know, like, uh, Will Arnett is uh, Lego Batman. Mm-hmm. But, uh, which, look, that guy, like, is great. Oh, yeah. And I thought he was kind of a one-trick horseman, but apparently <laughs> he's just keeps doing great stuff so mm-hmm. uh darkwing duck i've watched a few episodes and i like their take on sort of batman although the fake origin myth is superman's do you like these too uh i liked uh darkwing duck back in the day i haven't watched it in forever it's one of those things for me that was a kid's show in the 90s that uh, unlike the batman animated series just didn't appeal to me because i was in my 20s like mm-hmm. it just it felt a little too kitty for me and I, yeah. I wasn't into it but i know a lot of people really really speak very highly of that mm-hmm. I know the recent um, uh, Chip and Dale movie is supposed to be fucking bonkers, mm-hmm. but I haven't I watched know. it yet. I'm mad at John Mulaney right now. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and then she says, "Watched Return of the Joker. Heavy mm-hmm. people dying, relationships mended. Really yep. good. But you know that. Yep, was very very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody on Twitter suggested that it was the best Batman movie, and I think after Mask of the Phantasm, I might I might think that. I could I could see that. Yeah. Like, what do you? I mean. This is this is really a question for you. What mm. is the best Batman movie? Like animated or live action, just just no qualifiers. Uh Top of My Head, Dark Knight. I really, really love that movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Now, I haven't seen it in a long time because yeah. uh, I saw it in theaters five times. Yeah, I'm worried that those Nolan movies were great at the time, mm. but now you, haven't aged well, but maybe not. I don't you know. might be right. But no, that was that was excellent. Mm-hmm. I also kind of want to revisit uh, Batman and Robin at this point because, uh, again, I haven't seen it since it came out. No, and there was, I think it was back when Topless Robot was still a thing. Somebody made a case for those movies being better than the Burton ones because mm-hmm. they knew what they were. Yeah. Like, the Schumacher ones were supposed to be campy, and they succeeded, whereas mm-hmm. Tim Burton was trying a little dark, trying a little camp, and it was kind of all over the place, and, like, that's a yeah. that's a solid argument. I get that. Mm-hmm. So. um, I don't know. Now I'm just going through. Like, Batman 66 one was fun, but it's got kind of a, kind of a sag in the middle, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just watched that one for Brian's podcast. It's like, it's fine. It's fun, but I think the show is tighter. Yeah. Like, I think dragging it out to movie length, like, it's got some of the best sequences that that show ever did. Mm-hmm. But I think dragging it out to movie length made it a little too long. Well, that, that stuff in the middle where it's just Bruce Wayne date, uh, kidnapped and dating uh Well, I know Catwoman you, you is... talked about when you were a kid, you were bored by that. Yeah, I'm still bored by it. Really? It's exhausting. Well, okay. I find it fun, but... I think for a movie, you need mm-hmm. to keep things moving. Some um, things about me have not changed over the years, and one of them is get back to the costumes. Uh, fair enough. I'm I, here for a reason. I See, that show, I don't know. I enjoyed watching uh, Adam West as Bruce, like particularly when he's like talking to Aunt Harriet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something about Aunt Harriet just completely delights me. This woman who I assume just moved in one day and won't leave. Yeah. Who we did a fair amount of research to determine she is Dick's aunt. Well, they say that in the show, but like, mm-hmm. did she come from the comics? Like, who is she? So is she like the sister of the dead Graysons? Like, what's her deal? Yeah. Well, uh, they never knows? touch on any of the origin stuff in those shows. So like, who no, knows? The, the very first episode, Adam West says his murdered parents, and that's mm-hmm. it. We never it never comes up again. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's that, and a woman falling to her death in the atomic pile, or maybe a little too dark. Let's let's uh, let's pull back a little. Yeah, we won't do that again. Well, what a way to go, go. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Bruce, a woman is dead. I, I know. I commemorated it with a pun. What <laughs> more do you want from me? <laughs> I can't do Adam West at all. Um, now, now I'm going through, oh, God, have I not enjoyed a live-action Batman movie? Like, at the time, I have. Mm-hmm. But looking back now, I don't think there's any live-action Batman movie that I'm particularly keen to rewatch. Possible. Well... There you go. Yeah, you're allowed. Like I know, but someone asked me when the when the uh, the, the recent movie came out, like, mm-hmm. are you going to see it? And I said, no, I don't really like Batman that much. And then I had to stop and think, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm doing a show about Batman. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I got to keep the brand going. Yeah, we're too old to keep the brand going anymore. <laughs> what I like is this particular vision of all these characters. Yeah. Like, like, from start to finish, starting with Batman, but going through Justice League and all that. Like, yeah. There's there's so many, particularly now, where we're just in sort of like a like a intellectual property cul-de-sac, mm-hmm. where we just keep revisiting things over and over and over again. Like, uh, it's I, there's so many versions I don't care about. There yeah. hasn't there hasn't been a Superman I've cared about since this animated series. Mm-hmm. Look, you can be here because you uh, you like the shows. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to carry the mantle of a person who really really likes Batman. Well, it's always good for us to have the dynamic. You know, like yeah. one of us is more into one aspect than the other, but. You know, it's it's not that I don't like Batman. Mm-hmm. I do. You it's just like just, specific types of Batman. I haven't liked any version of him like that's that, that they've made in a while. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I don't like him. Yeah, I like uh, the Harley Quinn show. That's a mm-hmm. recent Batman version that I like, but that's yeah. not about Batman. 
It's just I, I like it when it's a little lighter, and I mm. like it when it's it's got good dramatic weight, but it's not grim as fuck. You know, yeah. like Batman's the grim one. He should be dark, but everyone around him doesn't need to be. I think that's where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, that's all the mail, and all right. uh, we definitely appreciate hearing from all you guys. And um, we will be moving on to Static Shock next. Yep, a show about which neither of us knows almost anything. Yeah. So uh, I have seen the crossover episodes. There's a handful of episodes where um, Bojack and Mr. Peanut Butter show up at the same time. No, <laughs> like uh, uh, I think Tim Drake shows up because we we found out about that last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, John Stewart, Green Lantern, because they already had Phil Lamar. So why not? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I don't remember which ones, but there's a handful. The crossover enough that it makes it part of this universe. Yeah. It is the only series, and we'll talk about this more when we get into it, but it is mm. the only series uh, uh, created and show run by a person of color, uh, Dwayne mm. McDuffie, the excellent, uh, unfortunately now deceased, Ugh, yeah. uh, comic and TV writer uh, who, when we get to Justice League, you will see episode after episode just just perfect, and the writing credit every single time, written by Dwayne yeah. McDuffie. That Absolutely. guy it knows his way around this shit. Mm. And I'm so excited to to dive into to his particular idea of what a superhero show should be. Mm. So, uh, and people who've been asking after that, we will be doing the Zeta Project, which I am not particularly excited about. Sure, but since we signed up to do the whole thing, mm-hmm. gotta I do guess, the Zeta Project. Oh God, that's gonna be like two or three months of just doing the Zeta Project. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fine. We're gonna I'm change sure. the show to Kids Love the Zeta Project. Yeah. Uh, and then I believe we're doing, um, if I'm not mistaken, there's a there's a small run of unusual like uh, flash cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah, like, there was Gotham Girls. Gotham there was Girls. A, the, there's a Lobo series Lobo for a show. moment. Yeah, the Showbo. The Lobo Showbo. Mm-hmm. Lobo uh, presents Showboat. Right. Uh, Lobo, Oklahoma. <laughs> yep, that did not deserve a laugh. <laughs> That's why um, you got a snort. Yes, I know. An extended snort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we're moving on to Justice League. So. Yeah. Uh, and then I think near the very end, there will be a small handful of shorts. There's a there's the one we talked about with the Batman Beyond, like uh, Darwin Cook did it. Mm-hmm. Like the, you've seen that one, right? It's like the 75th anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it recently, but I have seen it. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's a couple others like that. There was one included with Mystery of the Batwoman that we haven't mm. talked about yet, and I oh, think yeah. one other one. So forgot about that. But I tack those at the end on the off chance that they make more, mm-hmm. because shorts will not take long to discuss. And I'm thinking in the time it takes us to get there, maybe yeah. there'll be more more to talk about. So we'll yeah. see. We still got what like a couple of years of this show. Yeah, not that many though. I think no. we're done in two or three years. Like it's yeah. we're past the halfway point. I know that. Mm-hmm. So damn. Uh, but, uh, as ever, we appreciate your, uh, support, your patronage, your listenership, and, uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. See ya, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.